0: Hello and welcome to The Levelling Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Levelling Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Today's episode is all about cold connecting, cold calling, and how it doesn't have to be cold. As always, during this particular crisis that we're facing now in this country and across the globe, the content that I'm bringing you is actually the same content that I am providing and creating for my Success Group members, my Success Group Plus members, and my Extreme Growth Mastermind members. We took the decision in this business to double down our energies and our focus on supporting our current members, as should you. And uh, therefore, whilst I still want to make sure that I give you every opportunity to have access to some content that I think will serve you during this time and get you through this time, obviously my main priority has got to be with my current members. However, the content you're about to receive, I think is absolutely perfectly timed right now for where we are at with this current crisis. Many of you I know have put sales on the back burner. Many of you I know, probably feel like you can't sell. My podcasts are increasingly at the moment around selling and looking for opportunity in the current crisis from a mindset perspective, from an emotional perspective, and also to some degree to a tactical perspective. Today, what we're really looking at is, is tactics, but very much also looking at uh, the emotional aspects of going out there and reaching out cold. At the best of times, especially in tougher times like we are in right now. The session that I ran here for my members was really about going back to basics. There was nothing in this content that was specific to the lockdown or specific to Corona or specific to, you know, going into a recession or currently being in a in a pretty shocking, shitey economy. Actually, it's it's real basics, okay, and the basics are what you need to lean back on in any kind of crisis. Going back to my martial art days and when I used to be a kickboxing instructor and a kickboxing coach, and also just working with sports people and athletes, when you're in the hardest fights, when you're in the hardest games, when your back's up against it, that's when you have to really rely upon your basics, go back to your basics, the things that have served you and the things that will consistently serve you. So right now, one of those things is about reaching out to potential prospects of course you want to make sure that you you know serve your current clients first and foremost of course that's what we're doing you then also want to look for opportunities within that cli- uh, current client base and then what you want to look at is you want to you know then increasingly and I'll describe this in the content in a moment you increasingly then go, go further and further away. In other words, you go from you know, what I call hot prospects, which are your current clients and looking at how you can continue to serve them through to lukewarm prospects of people that maybe you had conversations with a month, two months, three months before this crisis hit. And then you keep going backwards and backwards until inevitably you go back to ice cold connections. However, as I'm gonna explain in the content coming up, your cold connections do not need to be cold. Okay, you can go in there a little bit warm. So let me share that with you. This content again was recorded for my group, but I think it's super relevant to all small businesses right now. I will talk to you on the other side. Take some notes on this one because I think it's gonna serve you moving forward, not just now, but in your business longer term. Hello and welcome. Today I wanna talk to you about cold calling, whether that's on the phone, whether that's through LinkedIn, etc. Um, Obviously, I've been putting out there quite recently that you can sell, it's okay to sell. Um, Most of you probably should sell. I've also talked about there's probably other things you need to do before you go out and try and win new clients. Like for example, making sure you retain your current clients and, and looking for opportunities within your current clients right now to continue to serve them and uh, maybe even to sell them onto other services or other products that can support them on their own journey through this current crisis. So number one, obviously you wanna make sure that you retain all the clients that you currently have, then look for the opportunities that exist within the clients that you have. Then for me, it's about going back and looking at recent clients, clients that have purchased from you in the past, used you in the past, and then uh, just dropping them a line, seeing how they're doing, current times, and just exploring opportunities for, again, the words I keep using, how you can serve them, how you can help them, how you can support them in achieving their own objectives right now, whatever they might be for getting themselves through this current period and setting themselves up for when the world reopens, hopefully some point in the not too distant future. Today, we're talking about cold calling or cold reaching out. Again, this was a conversation that we had on uh, or in Success Group Plus yesterday and uh, and obviously there's a there's a reticent in a lot of good business owners you know a lot of respectable business owners nice business owners there's a real reluctance sometimes to go out there and do the dirty door knocking or picking up the phone and you know going out there and reaching out to people cold and I get it right you you don't want to put upon other people you don't want to impose upon other people maybe even going back to a topic recently we talked about which is about the fear of judgment etc the truth of the matter is really simple you've got a product. A product that helps people, supports people, gives value in some way, you owe it to them and you owe it to yourself to put that product in front of the right people. They can then choose whether or not they do buy it or don't buy it, whether they can afford it or can't afford it. But the bottom line is really simple. You shouldn't take that opportunity away from them. You shouldn't take the possibility away from yourself to make some new sales. The interesting thing that we're coming across here as we're starting to speak to more and more of our Success Group members, our Plus members, and our Extreme Growth Mastermind members is that actually sales are happening in a lot of businesses. And some of those businesses are businesses that definitely would have presumed that business was gonna die. And when they're reaching out and they're going out there and doing sales activity, they are coming across opportunities. Some of them definitely it's you know fewer and further between. For some of them, they're smaller deals. Um, for some of them, they might not even be deals necessarily for right now, but they're lining up stuff for, you know, maybe a couple of months or a few months in the future. My bottom line is really simple is I don't think sales should should stop. I think there's definitely things you might need to prioritise first before you move into sales. But I do think as we start to get into this thing and we start to, the word I keep using is, you know, kind of renormalize into this new way of living and doing business, I think the opportunities are going to be out there more and more for people to have proper, you know, smart, decent intellectual conversations with each other about doing business, whether that's now or setting up stuff for the future. Once we get out of the fear, once we get out of the panic, once we get out of all those knee-jerk reactions, then um, we start to renormalize, normalize we'll calm down. And I think people start lifting their head up and looking around and just saying, right, what should I be doing? What comes next? How should I be preparing? I think we are definitely coming into that period now, by the way. So I think it's a good time to start you know, reassessing, you know, if you were parking sales or thinking that sales was something that you shouldn't do or couldn't do over this period, I think now might be a good time to start to uh, re-evaluate your position on this and uh, and really think about what your opportunities are over the coming uh, well, coming weeks. Certainly we should be starting in the next couple of weeks or so, but obviously the opportunities that are, are going to be out there over the next maybe couple of months or so. Um, so I just want to put a couple of things out there around this idea of cold calling Um, number one, I get it, right? Even hardcore salespeople, you know, and I've done sales for a long time, and Tracy, she's done sales for a long time. We don't like the cold, cold stuff, you know, the picking up the phone to someone that doesn't know who you are and saying to them, hi, this is me, you know, can I talk to you about what we do? Most people don't like those calls, right? Most people don't, right? It's a very specific personality type that can do pure cold call canvassing day in and day out. Now, Most of what we're going to be talking about when we're talking about cold calling isn't actually completely cold calling. As long as you have a reason for contacting the person, in my opinion, I wouldn't call that cold. Cold is when you are speculating. You're literally picking up the phone saying, is there anybody there that might want what I'm offering? That's pure cold call. When you have a reason to call someone, for me, it's already starting to move from cold, maybe into tepid. It might not be even lukewarm yet, maybe tepid, but we're starting to move into the place where you know there's a reason to have that conversation now in in its most tenuous sense it could be we've been connected on linkedin for a couple of years We've spropped a few messages on LinkedIn, or I've seen your posts. I thought, you know what, during this time, I'll just reach out to people, make some personal contacts out there. And I thought I'd drop you a line. Makes sense if you've got their number, of course. If it's through uh, LinkedIn messaging, maybe you haven't contacted them directly. You know, you've, you know, you've either, you know, commented on some posts or liked some posts, or even just, you know, just sat there watching them from afar. Maybe it's a really good opportunity to say, look, you know, I've been watching your stuff. I've been looking at what you've been putting out there. Really like what you're saying. This is what I'm doing. I just thought I would drop you a line and maybe we can have a chat. Does this make sense? It's not cold, cold. I'm not going to say it's a warm lead or it's warm conversation but it's taking it from that cold into that that place of have been tepid. If you're contacting people who've contacted you in the past, that's not cold at all in my opinion. So someone spoke to you a year ago about doing some business with them, nothing happened. You phone them up and just say, right, I thought while well, I'm sitting here at home, like we all are, I'd drop some lines out there, just see how people are doing, make some reconnections. And do you make sense? It's that kind of thing. You've got a reason for calling. It's really important that you have a reason for calling. Um, you know, someone that came to an event that you went to, I don't know, someone that you're networking, um, someone, I don't know, connected to someone else, whatever it might be. Have a reason for making that contact so it doesn't appear, so it isn't just literally, I'm just banging the phone all day long on the off chance, speculating that, you know, you might have some money that you want to send my way. So always think of that, right? Have a reason for calling the individual, have a reason for calling the person. Um, when you've got your list, this is the other thing, don't just do one call and then hunt around on LinkedIn for someone else to call and whatever. Get your list up front, Get your what I call a sales target list, right? Okay, starting with you know current clients looking at upsell opportunities, then maybe looking at past clients to see how they're doing to see if they can, you know, if they need you right now, and then maybe going backwards to people that showed an interest in the past, people who have come to an event, or people that have asked you to put a proposal forward in the past. Then keep going backwards if you like further and further away. And the further away you go, obviously, the colder and the colder it is, the less likely you're going to find opportunity there. Does this make sense? The less likely they're going to have those conversations with you. But once you've exhausted that, you know, immediate, you know, what I'd say warm conversations or even hot conversations, then of course, you know, we just move into the lukewarm, the tepid, and maybe eventually we do end up in the cold, cool territory. Get your list up front, and then you want to prioritise that list. You want to know what are your A-star prospects or opportunities. Does this make sense? Now, once you've got this list, do not hit this list first, okay? Now, conventional wisdom will tell you, hit the hot list first. This is something I said yesterday when we were talking about this, which is for me, it's warm up and follow up, right? So what I mean by this is this, Have your A star list. Do not hit your A star list while you are cold, while you haven't practiced or rehearsed or had some live interactions around your messaging, your reason for calling. Because if you go in there and you're stumbling over your words and you're feeling awkward, uncomfortable, you know, you're not sure about what you're doing right now, you're not sure how you're going to be received, you're going to be bringing a poor performance to your A-star prospect. Does make sense? So I'm not saying you have to do hundreds and hundreds necessarily, but if you're going out there and you just want to warm up the voice, warm up your brain, get yourself firing a little bit, get yourself into the right groove, maybe it's 10 calls or 10 reach outs to people who are maybe in that tepid category. We'll go cold, coldness at this point, but maybe start with a few out of that tepid category so you don't feel completely under pressure you you know you you have a reason for calling them warm up with those and then build up to your a stars only hit your a star prospects when you feel you're firing at 100% or as close as you can get to 100% in any given you know moment or on any given day make sure that you are absolutely firing you know if you've got doubts in your head if you've got uncertainties in your head if your words aren't forming if you you know you just got you know um, you know you're just unsure fearful, you've got your own shit going on, you've got kids in the background, a dog running around the room. That's probably not the time to hit your A-star. Does this make sense? So warm up on some tepids. It's okay if you mess them up, okay? We haven't probably lost any real opportunity there, but then we warm up and then we hit our A stars. Does this make sense? And of course, we want to be focusing on our A stars first. I'm just saying warm up, okay? Always warm up. Get a few calls in. Even if it's a, a not a script, but you know, you're following a, a plan, a process that you did just yesterday. Just take you know, three, four, five calls, warm yourself up, and then hit your A star. Think like a sprinter, think like an athlete, think like going to the gym, warm your muscles up, warm everything up, get yourself into that place. I'm not saying loads of times, you know, five calls, six calls, maybe ten calls. And then you can hit your your big A stars. Again, don't hit your A stars when you're fatigued. So, you know, don't do 100 of your tepids, you know, four hours into cold calling. Then, you know, when you're exhausted and your brain's tired and your brain's fatigued and your creativity's fatigued, don't pick up the phone and then hit your A stars, okay? Hit your A stars when you're fresh, alert, but warmed up, okay? Laboured that point. Then it's in the follow up. So you will get lucky, right? This is how tele sales works. This is how all cold calling or cold reaching out works. You will get lucky. You know, you speak to a 100 people, and, you know, I don't know, any given day, when I used to do tele canvassing in the the past, and, you know, we have people right now that still do cold calling, and I still recommend cold calling, but away as a decent sales strategy for a lot of businesses. But, you know, you 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 talk to 100 people, maybe you have, I don't know, if you're lucky, maybe you have 10 conversations. People are saying now, right, by the way, during the middle of this corona issues, that they're having really good conversations with people, um, because it's just so much easier to get through to the right people, and they're not being bombarded by loads of other people because so many people are just, you know, sitting, you know, in bed watching Netflix and stuff. Actually, you know, it's 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 never been easier, I've been told by people that do cold calling as their business and as, as a big part of the strategy. It's never been easier to get through to the people you need to get through to, to talk to. So I'm saying 10 conversations, maybe you can get 20 conversations right now. But let's just say you get 10 decent conversations. Out of those 10 decent conversations, you might get one opportunity, right? You might get one opportunity to pitch. You may get one opportunity in terms of, you know, you may get a sale. Does this make sense? Out of those other nine conversations, okay, there may be a couple of those or a few of those that you can write off straight away. You're not right for them. They're not right for you. It's never going to happen. You can cross them off your list. There'll be a big chunk, however, where you have decent conversations. They could be a prospect for the future. They could be, there could be opportunities in the future. They're just not there right now. And what you've done is you've built, you know a little bit of rapport you've had a great conversation especially now given the current circumstances you know we we're loving positive conversations right now you know a lot of people are, are enjoying the distraction of having these conversations so you know you're 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 winning them over right you're you're warming them up to you and you're not going to get a sale today out of it and most people you talk to you won't get a sale out of it right now But what you always do is you make notes around the conversation. You have an intelligent conversations about their business and their pains and what you do, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like 70, 80, 90% about them. Because you're getting all this information at the end of the call, you sit there and you say to them, Right, based on what we've been talking about, I know it's not right for you right now. Could I drop you a line in a month, two months, three months, six months, whatever is appropriate based on the conversation? If they say, for example, nothing's happening, you know, until June, you wouldn't call them in June, in my opinion. You would want to get in there in May. Does this make sense? They say, Is it okay if I just call you, you know, May time, just check in with you and see how things are going? Makes sense? It might be they say, Look, we're up against it right now. We've got this, this, and this. It might be two weeks' time. You might sit there and say, okay, so what? Would two weeks be a reasonable time to call you back? They might turn around and say, no, 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 no way. No, no, no way. You say, okay, when would be a good time for you? They say, look, probably a, a month, maybe two. So, okay, is it's is it okay if I give you a call in about a month's time. Yes, it is. They are not going to remember that they've agreed that you can call them back, but here's what it does. You put those people into your list, okay? Whether you're using a CRM, whether you're using a sales app, or whether you are just literally, you know, I don't know, using a pen and paper on a piece of paper. The bottom line is you put them in your diary. When it comes round, remember I said about these calls going from absolutely cold, like ice cold through the cold, through the tepid, lukewarm, warm really warm, hot, boiling, etc. What you've done is you've moved them up that line. It's very possible they're not going to remember who you are, by the way, in a month, two months, certainly if you're looking at three to six months. Very possible you're not going to, but here's the thing. If you make good notes on that call, you go back in there. Number one, you know you've got permission to call them back, so you don't feel anywhere near As cold as you did the first time around, because you've got the permission to call them back. You've also got some stuff that you've spoken about and you've got a reason for calling. Make sense? So when you go back in there, you say, Hi, John, we spoke about two months. Remember two months ago, that crazy time, we're all locked in our home. Bloody hell, right? You were saying at that point, and remind them what they told you. In that moment, even if they forget you, they will remember. Sorry, even if they don't remember you, it will trigger them that they've obviously had that conversation with you based on the amount of detail that you are relaying back to them. At that point, you're at home. If you remember, I remember you saying about the dog driving, you crazy and how you doing now, right? But blah, 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 blah. We talked about this, this, and this. If you remember, I do this, this, and this. You may prompt their memory and go, oh yeah, now I remember you, brilliant. You've made that reconnection. At the very least, they have no idea, but they'll probably pretend to remember you because it's rude not to, because you obviously remember them. You've obviously had a proper conversation with them. You're into a warmer conversation tele-sales, cold calling, all these things. You get lucky up front, right? There's a reason to do it up front, and that is you, you know, 1%, half a percent, whatever, you get lucky. Hit enough people, talk to enough people, you'll win business. You will win business, right? Everyone says, oh, cold calling doesn't work, and cold, you know, reaching out doesn't work. It it really does, right? You'll just get lucky, right? It's the double glazing salespeople that knock on the door, pick up the phone. You know, why are they why they're doing it? Because a percentage of people say, Do you know what? I was just thinking about my double glazing this morning. Otherwise, why would they do it? Right? You may never have bought double glazing over the phone. I may never have done it, and most people have never have done it, but enough people do, which is why they still do it. Does this make sense? Right. So then it's in the follow-up. It's in keeping the details, making sure you have a decent CRM, or you have a decent sales system, or at least some decent notes, put them in your diary, and then call them back, right? Using certain key elements of the conversation that you had to number one, go straight back into that rapport, leverage the rapport that you put in. And again, you'll get a percentage of people at that point that will buy from you. Now, statistically, when we're looking at this, there's a very small percentage of people that will be in the market right now. I may be wrong on my on my data right now. In the old days, they used to say something like 2%. So 2% of the people you call Maybe in the market right now. Okay, there's nothing gonna buy from you, but they're thinking about the product, or there's an opportunity for you to sell to them right now. So the other conversations that you're having are because three months and six months down the line, another proportion of those come online. So let's say, for example, it's like another ten percent of those people. As long as you're talking to the right people with the right need and it's your right, you know, customer base and that. It's possible over the next three to six months, another 10% of those will be in the market at some point, right? Now, again, there's a big chunk of people that aren't, but you're building the rapport, you're building that relationship so that, guess what? The chances are over 12 months, and I think I saw a statistic ages ago that over a 24-month period, it's like 90-something percent of the people you're talking to will be in the market for what you do. And cold calling, whilst it feels like a very short-term strategy, hi, can I sell to you? Hi, are you ready to buy? Hi, do you have a need? It feels super short-term strategy. It really isn't. What makes cold calling work is long-term strategy, okay? Is approaching it over the long game, which is saying, right, I'll not only get lucky right now, all the no's don't matter. If I can rule out people I never have to speak to again, brilliant. There's a big chunk of people, big chunk of people in the middle who could be my client at some point in the future, build some rapport, get some information, agree a call back, call them back, have another really good, decent conversation with them. A percentage of those will be in the market. Most won't be. And you keep repeating because over a time scale of 12 months to 24 months, most of them will buy what it is that you're currently doing, assuming you're talking to the right people. Does this make sense? So during this current situation, during this current outbreak, um, I think you should be selling, right? And if you're not selling right now, definitely get your house in order. Do those number one priorities that you have to do to get them out of the way so that you can then start looking at sales opportunities. And at the very least, even if you don't land any of those opportunities right now, because the 1% hit rate or the 2% in the market has been reduced to a 10th of that in your particular market because of the current uh, the current virus outbreak and et cetera, it's possible that you're not, you, know, you don't have the 2% hit rate of people that are in the market right now. I think you might do, by the way, but maybe you haven't. But maybe that drops to like, you know, a tenth of that. So the chance of making a sell might be really, really low, but you're building on that longer game, that longer term strategy, which means that You are in touch with these people. You're building a really good, strong, quality list. You're speaking to people. If you're doing this over the phone, you're speaking to people, which also automatically separates you from the majority of the population because most people are terrified of sales, terrified of the phone. They don't want that telephone conversation. So you're already building a stronger rapport with these people. And when does it pay off? You'll get lucky at the front end. You'll get, you know, a bit more lucky. Inverted commas, it's not luck. You'll get a little bit more lucky the second, third time round. Guess what? Statistical inevitability, oh God, statistical inevitability determines that over the long game, you will have massive amounts of opportunity with these people and they started off maybe as just tepid or lukewarm maybe even cold and they slowly move up until they are scorching hot prospects you'll have eventually the conversation that says oh hi john oh yeah hi george um we spoke you know 3 months ago remember we've been speaking over the last 12 months yeah 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 Do you want to know where where things are at and that how you're doing how's this how's your dog How's whatever you know blah 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 how you rebounding after the corona stuff um and they'll turn and say yeah and say right you mentioned you might be you know, in a position right now, this would be a good time to chase up with your catch up with you. And they turn around and say, yeah, you know what? We're talking about this in a meeting next week. Give me a shout on Thursday. Or you sit there and say, okay, so when can I give you a call after that to see how things went? They'll say, right, call me on Friday. Makes sense? At that point, I don't know anyone that doesn't want those conversations. So I know loads of business owners terrified of sales, hate sales, you know, deplore sales, right? I don't know any business owner that doesn't want that call. The call with someone that treats them like a friend or at least have a friendly conversation and where that person turns around and says, you know what? We are in the market for what you do. Um, We're just looking at budget or we're just going to have this meeting on it. It's very possible we're going to need what you're doing. Um, Give me a shout next Wednesday and let's have a chat how you can help us. I don't know anyone that doesn't like that sales call. Does that make sense? But you have to earn the right to get to that sales call by doing some of the uncomfortable stuff first. This is best practice at any time in any economy. I just wanted to give you a few pointers on maybe how to get started or how, yeah, how to you know, get in the game right now. Given the current situation, I've been putting out some content, obviously around sales. Putting out some content around why I think you should be looking at sales and new opportunities. Um, I just wanted to put this together and saying, right, you know, I know there's a lot of resistance to this this concept of cold calling. I just wanted to let you know, most of it's not cold calling, um, and even if you have to start with a cold call very quickly, it stops being a cold call, and we move into something more more. Uh, More deeper, more profound in terms of our conversations with people. Okay, so I wanna just leave you with that. Have a reason to call, create a list, warm up first, okay, and then get the information, get the data, get agreement on the follow up, then do the follow up, at the follow up, remind them of who you are, remind them of. Your relationship with them, even if they've forgotten you, you still will get the reaction of a warm call because it's obvious you had that call, and they're the ones that have forgotten you, etc. And you move it along, and you move it along. You'll get a degree of luck at the first first hit. You'll get a degree of luck on the second, the third hit, and then it's about inevitability when you play the longer game, whether it's twelve months, twenty-four months, or even longer. Awesome, guys. Listen, hang in there. Do a good job. Get your priorities out the way. I get that, but now's the time to start really looking at your opportunities. And your uh, your possibility for going out there and making new relationships, and maybe even, dare I say it, going out there and winning some new clients. Everyone I know that's hitting sales quite hard right now, they are winning clients. They're having to be creative, they're having to maybe go into uncharted waters. Some of them, you know, if they're smaller deals, they're not the deals they would normally have taken. But I'm telling you now, everyone is really hitting this hard. Um, is having a degree of success. And some people are having real success right now where they just simply wouldn't have expected to. So don't write it off right now. I want to put that in your psyche, have a serious think about it. It might be the right time to get out there and start cold connecting or the very least maybe tepid connecting. As I say, start with the A stars after you've warmed up and then work your way back. And then you need to bring them through. get your your cold to your tepid to your lukewarm to your warm to your hot to your scorching hot to your boiling until ultimately they become a client of yours. Okay, so as always, how does that content relate to you right now? How does it relate to what you're going through in your business? How does it relate to the opportunities that exist out there for you right now? And of course, you know, Still thinking that longer game, playing that longer game and understanding that the actions we take today, whilst we want some short-term reactions and short-term success, that actually there is stuff we're paying in right now. We're investing in right now. That's the stuff that's going to serve us and pay us back tenfold later down the line. I know it's really tough to play a long game right now. If your back is against the wall, if you've got some doubts, fears, anxiety still hanging around the current situation, I know it can be hard to think longer term, but we do still need to be playing a longer term game. Of course, you need to make sure you've got all of your short term stuff taken care of. I get it. You know why would you be thinking about six months in the future or twelve months or as I just said there thinking twelve to twenty four months in the future if you're panicking about paying your mortgage at the end of this month I get it therefore you have to take care of the immediate stuff to move that aside so then you can start playing longer game if you go back and listen to the podcast episode the recent episode I did. Uh, entitled First Things First, I talk about that very thing. You know, first things first, let's clear the decks so we can start playing a longer term, more creative game right now. Once again, as always, I just want to say thank you for spending this time with me. I appreciate there's so many people out there right now, even more so right now, vying for your time and your attention. So I never take it lightly that you have chosen to give me a small piece of of yours, 30 minutes together. I don't take it lightly. As always, I try and support business owners as much as I possibly can. There's still those resources available to you. If you go into the descriptions, you can see the six-figure fast track webinar. Whilst I appreciate right now, if your back is against the wall, you might not be thinking about massive, extreme, fast business growth. However, many of the lessons in that webinar are totally applicable to where you're at right now. If you just make a little bit of an effort, a little bit of a tweak, and think about how is this relevant to You know, what you're doing right now. We talk about a business model that's going to serve you. We talk about day to day methodologies that are going to get you the results that you want. And we do talk about mindset. So, lots of great content in there for you right now, even if your mind maybe isn't quite focused on extreme, fast business growth. I'm telling you now, there's opportunities out there for you right now. You don't need to be sitting back on your laurels. And uh, together, as they say, we will get through this. And I want you to get through this and be stronger for it. smarter for it and uh, to be more resilient for it you can go and find that webinar at biggerbrightbolder.co.uk forward slash fast track as i say i'll drop the link in the descriptions as well i will see you next time until then as always be successful and right now i think it's also important to stay healthy stay happy and stay in the game leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game when what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary. You know you've leveled up.